Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. What is up, everyone? And welcome, welcome to episode 15. So uh, we're going to be talking about today how a house divided cannot stand, meaning not only if you're if two of you are not on the same team, then everything basically will crumble. So, so important. And this is so common and it's a hundred percent important. Like we're going to be talking about this today because, you know, one, we're on a marriage podcast, obviously. And, you know, we want you two to be on the same team. And we've also seen what it's like when you're not a team and been through that. And we've seen how, you know, how it crumbles and the importance of it. I mean, and yeah, come on. Like our tagline is roommates to teammates, Nate Weeks. So, I mean, you got to be teammates. So we we can't be a house divided. That doesn't work. Right. However, you know, here's the thing. Like people, another reason why we're talking about this is because people go about this the wrong way a lot. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we want you on the right path. We want you to understand like what is a divided house. And so some of the things that we're going to be talking today is just that, like, what is a divided house? Like, and asking yourself, like, ask yourself, like, are, is your house divided? You know, we're going to be talking about, like, what people do wrong, why you can't get on the same page, and then how to actually get on the same page and be teammates. If you're listening to this, you're probably like, well, duh, it's divided. That's why I'm here. <laughs> right? Like, well, yeah, we're also going to be talking about what people do wrong, why you can't get on the same page and all that. So, again, we're going to be talking about quite a few cool things here. But what is a divided house? Let's start with that. So you got to understand what it is first. I know you say, well, I, I get it because my house is divided. Well, we want to go into detail about it for you. So a divided house can look honestly so many different ways. Um, but the base behind it is there is not unity in a team here. That's basically the under, the basic, basic mm-hmm. of the understanding of it. Yes. And it can look so many different ways, right? Like it can look so many different ways. It can be like arguing all the time where they just can't get along with your spouse, like where it's just that like conflict and it feels like, you know, it's either they were their way or the highway type of thing. Like you're always in a lose-lose situation. 
Um, and even if you're not arguing all the time, like I know there's a lot of people who are a lot, a lot of individuals who shut down and are just like, yes, yes. Um, to whatever the spouse is saying. And then, you know, so that's also a divided house. I mean, you may not be yelling and screaming all the time, but, um, not arguing is, and is, isn't a sign of a healthy marriage either. If you're just like, yes, yes, yes. You know, and in, in that situation of like always losing and feeling like it's just their way. Yeah. It's like, basically whatever you whatever you want like i've been there where it's just like yeah okay fine i'm done arguing i'm tired of this um you know it's always your way or the highway i'm tired of this like just whatever I, no mm-hmm. matter what i say i never win like I, I can never like come out on top we can never be a team so i'm tired of arguing i'm tired of the you know the drama so i'm just gonna be like whatever yeah sure cool do what you want i don't care yes and you know that's that the vision you know and it makes you feel like what you want doesn't matter like what your goals don't matter, your dreams don't matter. If you're feeling like that, you know, then your house is a divided house, you know, and it really compounds over time due to different pressures and unresolved issues and just all these things stacking and compounding like in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And it also can come with kids too. Oh, yes. Uh, that was a big issue for us. And <laughs> uh, it's really common for one or the other for the kids to side with. Uh, for us, it was Desnica. She was you know, mama bear or whatever. And, uh, don't mess with my babies. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) And then, so like me on the other hand, and she's also naturally just a, without trying a very gifted mom in general, like, but she does try obviously, but she's just very gifted me. On the other hand, I'm not, I have to really work at it. I'm not a kid person really, to be honest with you. I, I love my kids, but other people's kids, not so much. (laughs) Um, I'm just not a kid person, but when it boils down to it, you know, the end of the day, I felt like it was her and the kids against me. Right. And and that was very mutual. I really did. It was like me and the kids. And and that's literally like the verbiage we used as well, because it was like it was the kids and I, the kids and I, the kids and I, and then Tommy. It was like the kids and I and then Tommy. <laughs> and so it was a very divided, divided house. And well, we f- see that all the time. Yeah, you, you know, I know when we were going through that I felt a lot of disrespect, like it didn't matter which already had that belief anyways that it didn't matter. But then when you add that on top of it, it just compounds it. It made you feel like a burden. Yeah, a burden or a pet. I used to use the, <laughs> I used to use the terminology, I just feel like a pest. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm here or not, which led to a lot of suicidal things, amongst mm-hmm. other things too. So obviously, like, how impactful it is to understand, like, how, how impactful, like, a divided house can be, you know. And then you can also have a split household where it's like w- – the kids are split where it can be like one kid with a parent versus another kid with the other parent. And it's like, instead of just kids with one against a spouse, like where it, it's literally like a split in half house. And you know, that causes a whole slew of other issues as well, but that's still massive division within the house. And then division also really comes in blended families. Like this one's super common too. see it like where it's, her kids or his kids and then my kids their kids my kids and then you also have people like we have his hers and mine and it's like that it is this very set up divided house where it's yeah that doesn't sound like a team whatsoever when you when you speak that way i mean i get that they're you can't get around the fact that some are blood and some are not right i mean that's just what it is but at the same time that doesn't regardless of that that's not a team no. At the end of the day, it's not a team whatsoever. And it, especially it, when you speak that kind of death over your family. Oh yeah. 
And it, and it makes for an extremely toxic environment. Like just being in a divided house, you know, I've been in divided house before I've lived it. It's not fun uh, from both sides, being a kid to being an adult, like being the one of the ones that do it. It's so much pressure on the kids and like being in a divided house. It's like, well, who can I talk to? And like, oh, like, well, can I talk to like, you know, this parent about the other parent or they're going to go all off and then just go down this like rabbit hole and like, well, no, I can't say that because that's going to make them mad. And it's just like so much pressure on the kids. A lot of this leads to later in life because we see it. And by the way, kids are not resilient. That's why why everyone we talk to has issues from when they were a kid, pretty much like Mm -hmm. 99.9% of the people. Yes. And uh, even maybe even higher than that. And when it comes down to it, like this leads to a lot of like issues like codependency. Um, it leads to a lot of issues like people pleasing and stuff like that. And so it can be, it can be an issue when it comes, when it comes to a lot of this stuff and it will ultimately end up putting them in a place where they have no boundaries and they're just resentful. And then that person usually ends up leaving their spouse one day. Yeah. And it, and honestly, like a divided house can also make your make your kids feel unloved or like they did something wrong when it has nothing to do with them in the first place. But and like later they start acting out. Like don't be surprised if you're having marriage issues and your kids are being bad too. <laughs> it it's it's common. Like that is is super common. Like if there is issues within the like the marriage, the kids are typically acting out in some way. Right. <laughs> like and then you got stuff that people do wrong. Um to unite try to try to de- try to unite and become a team right um people honestly they turn to people that either don't know what they're doing or they turn to like 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 articles that don't know what they're talking about um but a lot of it's all the same thing it's a lot of the same struggle in a lot of the same ways and so like for example like go google search right literally how do you become a team and you will come across so many stupid articles <laughs> That are the dumbest thing, or some of the dumbest statements I've ever heard. In fact, I pulled these exact things right off the internet. Um, when it comes to some of these things, we're about to tell you. But um, you know, discuss your future. Uh, you can't. Okay, cool. So you want to discuss my future when we have no foundations? We are not healthy individuals. Discuss the future when we don't. We have when we obviously have complete disagreements on things. Right, not discussing the future isn't going to do anything except scare you and highlight <laughs> indifferences. Be picked on, made fun of, humiliated, you know, put down. Like that typically comes with that. You know, another one is like get to know each other's friends. Like that'll unite you. Um, oh. I can't tell you how many stories I hear about like you know the spouse and friends teaming up and making the spouse feel like an idiot. You know, and like it doesn't work like that at all. It's like they're without the right foundations, like getting to know each other's friends, like doesn't, isn't going to be what brings you together and brings you as a team. Yeah. Most people have retarded friends anyways. Like when it comes to friends, like most people don't even have good friends. Like I wouldn't even call them friends. They're just toxic people. Like they're don't, they don't, they may not make fun of you all the time or anything like that or put you down. Maybe they do. Who knows? But like when it comes to most friends, they're usually at your level or below you. And so when it, meaning like as far as level in life. And so ultimately they're crabs because they're dragging you back down to the bucket. So like most friends, most people's friends are com- just completely useless when it comes to stuff like this. It's not a good idea. 
Yeah, most of the time they're struggling with the same things. Right. So, like, that that's a big aspect. You know, another thing that, that, you know, you can Google is, like, rekindle the romance or spark. And it's like, um, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Like, How I you just do don't, that? Then you get, then this is what that leads to right here. That I just don't feel it anymore with you. This is what prompts the, I love you, but I, I'm, I've come to the conclusion I'm not in love with you anymore. This is, this is what people do to do that stuff. And they're like, it's like oh. yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't doesn't work like that. Define the relationship. Yeah, because that's another one. Yeah, because you can define the relationship if you can't even define yourself on a deep emotional level. No. A marriage is two healthy individuals walking together in life. You can't define the relationship. You have no boundaries, no no foundations in either area in marriage nor um, being a healthy individual. You can't you can't define the relationship. You can't even define yourself or your own emotions past basic things. No. And another one's just like, just communicate. <laughs> and this one's funny because like I, I talked to so many people, so many people and talk about it. We, you know, and it's like every time they try like every time we try and talk about something, we end up fighting, but you think just talking about it's going to work, but like you, you don't know how. And like, that's the aspect is like just being told to communicate. Like how do you communicate is a big thing. Like you, you don't know how, like, yeah. Society doesn't teach it. The problem with communicating without the proper foundations as healthy individuals, nor proper foundations in the marriage, is that it's not going to be permanent. I hear couples all the time on the phone and on social media say, oh, we fixed it. We talked. No, you didn't. You're doomed to fail, ultimately. Like, you will fail. I guarantee it. Because you have no foundations. All you're at is the high of an emotional roller coaster. That's it. I actually had someone telling me a story this morning about how you know, um, they were being threatened divorce, but yet like just last week they were like in a good place. Like they had talked, you know, and <laughs> so, it was like, okay, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, good job, buddy. Yeah. You know, another one's understanding both your needs, like your love languages, you know, we, we've talked a lot about like how that's not, that's not enough to like become a team like no. that. That's not like, or, uh, uh, one that I cannot stand is just accept your partner for who they are. No, you should never accept your partner for who they are. That's wrong. Here's why. Because if you accept your partner for who they are, like then they're always going to, then they'll never change. They'll never grow. You can't do that. Yeah, you want them to be able to grow. And now that's not saying like, you know, you want to change every aspect about them and, and no, but like there are most certainly things that need to grow and change. Yeah, I never want Desna to accept me for who I am. Currently, I want her to keep pushing me and we're, we're, we push each other to grow and become more because we want more and we want our relationship to continue to grow. Stagnant water gets gross. So if you want to actually grow, then you actually have to, you know, push each other and push yourself and get outside your comfort zone because, you know, while you are significant, you know, truth is you're not good enough at this level. Because you don't have the skill sets, the knowledge, and the things to be able to have a healthy marriage. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast. So when it boils down to it, no. Answer yeah. no. And no. And we challenge each other. Like, that's that's the whole thing. Is like we actually actively challenge each other. And so, like, that statement, like, well, this is the way I am. Just deal with it. You know, like, no. Uh, no. And another one is just spend time together. And that's not – it's just going to highlight all of the problems. Mm -hmm. Why, like, I couldn't stand you, you know, in the short time together. Now we're spending alone time together, and now I really can't stand you, and now we're arguing even more. Like, that's what we hear all the time. Um, another one is just be yourself. <laughs> and it's like, um, I, 
I can't even tell you how many people I talk to who have no idea who they are. Most people have identity issues. Yes, massive identity issues. That we issue. talk to, like, hundreds of people have identity issues that we've talked to. Like, it's not uncommon. It's very, very common. Here's why. When the devil attacks, what the first thing he always attacks, he's very predictable if you know how, to, if you know how he attacks. And it's through identity. Mm-hmm. Because we're made in God's image. He's always going to attack your identity. That's why people have deep-rooted beliefs and stuff. So most people are not at all, like, in clue on who they are. No, it, it's so common. And so we could go off in, like, a whole thing on just that, or just, like, identity. And I can't tell you, like, especially moms. Moms are really prone to losing themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so just being yourself, you're like, oh, I, just, I don't know who I am. I lost me a long time ago. I know I like you the know. Disney Channel, I think. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was totally me. I was like, I like all these kid things. And, you know, I couldn't even tell you anything about me. It was like everything that everyone else in my house liked is what I would say I liked. Right. Another one is um, help out more around the house. Right. That's going to help us be a team. So. Yes, if you're a healthy marriage, a healthy couple, and you have all the proper foundations that we teach, then yeah, that'll help. That'll be a really good cherry on top. However, most of the time, if you don't have any of that, that's not going to help. And here's why. All it's going to do, especially if you weren't doing it before, it's going to piss, I'm going to say her, because mainly this is the guys that do this, it's going to piss her off even more. Um, Because you weren't doing it before, and it's like, wow, this is what it took? Like <laughs> like now, like you wait till now. Okay. And it just builds up more resentment. Yeah. You probably won't be doing it right anyway. So <laughs> yeah. So. And it's one of those things like most women can't even like let go of, of the household things, you know? And it's like, ugh, they loaded the dishwasher wrong. Oh my gosh. I can't believe like they washed my clothes wrong. And like, it's all of these things. Right. And so again, it's just like, that's just like slap, slapping a bandaid on it. And it, it will build resentment. And then even if it is continued for a period of time, what happens is like, I do so much. I'm, I'm giving and I'm giving and I'm giving and things aren't getting better. And now I feel like I'm losing even more of me. And that's where like more resentment builds and like the vision. And the last one is just slow to speak, quick to listen. And so when it comes to that, that's honestly just one of those things that is, it's a bandaid. It's just going to eventually erupt like a volcano. And build a lot of resentment. And it's not going to work. Not long term. It's going to be the high of an emotional roller coaster. That's it. Mm-hmm. If it works that well. Yeah, most of the time what happens is someone ends up exploding. They hold their tongue for so long and then they lose their mind. <laughs> so those things aren't like aren't going to bring you together and unite to be a team. It's not truly healing. It's not understanding. You know, people. You want to be heard and understood in the marriage. And to be a, be a united, but you can't be united if you're not heard and understood. Like what's there, like there's not being that level ground of like, what, what are you even trying to unite or understand? Right. It's so that's why like you can't do just like these temporary things that are gonna, you know, make you suppress emotions for a period of time until you explode. You have to have real healing, true understanding, and all of those things that have been swept under the rug have to be addressed so that you two can, be a team and attack life head on together. Mm-hmm. All right. So it can't be begged for, right? Being a team, you can't beg for it. You can't force it or like just command it. Like I'm, you know, please just help me. I just need help. Like that's not going to help. Like 
you know, I, I did both of these to Tommy and it, none of it worked. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. So they start, they start strong with saying like, basically like we'll be united. Right. People start by saying that. Well, they say, people say a lot of things, oh, yes. um, but they don't know how, right. That's the biggest thing. They don't know the actions. The, the, also the actions don't align with what they, with what they need to be doing. Um, their whole life is like a contradiction when it comes to a lot of things, uh, basically hypocrites. Um, they don't, they, basically they get discouraged is what I'm saying. They get, they get overwhelmed. They don't understand how to fix it. They get, they get discouraged. And then the kids are confused. <laughs> um, where's the pyrodynamics? Like, where's things going? Like, I don't understand. Um, it's a lot of frustrations and like bite back and trying to implement new things and be a team. And then you just go back to old ways, old habits, old things like you basically like you can't get on the same page that's why mm, yes you know and it's just that not knowing and then it breeds that into the whole house which is a big deal because you're setting the example for your kids you know too so you're impacting generations here as well you know there's a lot of misconceptions here around this like completely honestly it's completely missing the mark basically with what's actually going on so honestly it's one of those things we see all the time with couples and the thing is, like, they want to be on the same page. They want unity. They want to be a team. Most people do, but they don't know how. Yeah, they don't. And it's, you know, one of the biggest things, like, we see and, like, why people can't get on the same page is ego and pride. Yes. Those are big ones. Yeah. You say you don't have it, but, yeah. Uh Probably if you were real honest with yourself, you would know that there was probably ego and pride somewhere. Ego and pride is so huge. And it's just that. And what's crazy about it is most people who have, you know, ego or pride issues are like, no, I don't. <laughs> it's like, okay. You know, so. I think you're in denial. Yeah. There's a lot of denial around those. But that's one of the, that's one of the big things that stand in the way, you know. Or also, like, another big thing about why people can't get on the same page is just so blinded, like, by their own perception, their own views, like, and the pain that they can't see the other person's side. Mm-mm. Yep. That's a big one. Yeah. Or they may, it, it may sound simple, but when you when you don't know how, it's going to be, like, like feel like it's taking forever. Um, or also, like, like, you can't even see yourself in them. Yeah, it's just, it's super hard. And so with that, like, you know, you don't, it's so, it's, it's one of those things that's like, it's exhausting, right? It, it sounds simple, like knowing like your own perception, like in the view and like everything's getting in the way. But like when you're blinded like that, it's, it's that it's painful and it's something simple, but when you don't know how to get past it and be able to eliminate all of that so you can actually truly see and understand the other side, then you, it's very entrapping. Like most people feel trapped in that area. Right. It just sounds like basically like they truly want to, but they're scared of what will happen basically. Like it sounds sounds silly, but basically like they sabotage it, self-sabotage yeah. and end up getting comfortable because the pain of the growth is uncomfortable. Yeah. This one blows my mind. So with this – it's so funny to me is like how people, people say, and this is one of Tommy's comments earlier about like, well, people say a lot and people do say a lot. And one of the things is like, well, I want change. I want to be united. 
But then that whole, like, I don't know what that's going to mean. I don't know what that's going to entail. And so I'm scared of the unknown, but I know what this pain is like. And so the actions end up staying where you are without taking any action because of the fear of the unknown. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, you basically end up missing all the foundations, lack of consistency. There's no real communication. And most of the time, one person still feels like they're losing Mm. in it all. One person still feels like it's never hardly a win-win. Like it's most of the time, like it's like both of them will agree on something, quotations, right? But it ends up being, you know, a sacrifice, right? Like, okay, it's, I'll just sacrifice for you. Yeah, sure, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, whatever. Let's just do that, right? I don't care. Whatever you want, right? Let's just do that. It's not, it's not a win-win. No, and if you feel like you're losing or just, like, sacrificing or, like, whatever, that just, again, breeds more resentment. It causes more division. It's like, oh, well, I'm just yeah. giving up so much. Yeah, and, with, and withdraw, too, mm-hmm. which makes it hard to be. It's like an endless cycle. So how do you get on the same page? Well, you have to first become healthy individuals in all aspects. I'm not just talking about do your fitness. That's not what I'm talking about. Like, that's. Yes, physical fitness is a part of it. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like really, truly become healthy individuals in all aspects before you can get on the same page in a healthy way, right? Because it t- two, takes two healthy individuals to have a healthy marriage. Now, again, we're, saying, we're not saying that you can't save it as one because it only takes one to save a marriage, especially if you're individual fighting for your marriage and the other one isn't doesn't want to be involved in it. But what we're talking about here is two people working together already or at least mm-hmm. wanting to. So when it comes to this, it takes two healthy individuals to have a healthy marriage and all foundations will need to be built in all areas. Yes. And it starts with the right mindsets first. You have to build the right mindset first before anything else. That mindset affects literally everything in your life, good or bad. And honestly, like if you don't build all the right foundations as a healthy individual, then you won't be able to talk about these things effectively. You know, that lens that we were talking about earlier, it'll be completely like it's it's one way right now. And once you are a healthy individual and you learn these things, it'll be completely different by the time you talk about like what actually needs to be talked. And you're coming at it from a different perspective in a different way. It's drastically different. Yeah. And so like what we tell people, like especially like in our programs, it's a weeks and stuff like that. And what one of them is and. In that, we tell people one of the rules is you can't talk about stuff that's deep, like bigger issues anyways, like if it was a fair or something like that, until week five. And the reason why is because simply it wouldn't work. They're not ready for it. It's going to end up being an emotional roller coaster. They have to build all the proper foundations as healthy individuals first. And so the point of saying that is, like, if you want more, you have to become more, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Like, yes. if you do not change, these conversations will never change and they'll never go anywhere. They'll just be an endless loop of an emotional roller coaster. And this people do this for like 20 years or more. Like it's ridiculous. Oh yes. I was actually, I talked to someone today who has been, you know, struggling on this same situation for over 20 years. It like, that was literally her timestamp that she gave me, you know? And so it's one of those things that you have to have change in order to like actually become united and do things differently. You can't do the same thing over and over again, you know, expecting the different results. You know, and if you don't change, otherwise the conversations are going to end up the same way. Right. So going back to like becoming a healthy individual, the things that you must do is you must become like things like resourceful, resilient, relentless. Like you must understand how to overcome toxic belief patterns. 
you must how to understand how to build all the right mindset foundations in all different areas that you're going to need, not just any area, but the right areas. Cause you can do something for 10,000 hours and be it doing it completely wrong on the wrong road, on the wrong path. And then you're just going down the wrong road in general. So it needs to be the right way. Mm, yes. It's super important, you know, and, and overcoming toxic beliefs. Like you have to be able to overcome toxic beliefs too. Like that, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also you have to become emotionally resilient right? When it comes to stuff like this, like if you don't become emotionally resilient in all aspects, I'm not talking grit. I'm talking emotional resiliency and truly understanding your emotions. That one's big. And I want to say like most people actually have no idea what that means at all. I'm, em- I'm, I'm mad. I'm glad. I'm happy. Stone man. <laughs> I mean, caveman. Our society and <laughs> its emotional intelligence is so lacking here. Like our so like one year old. Yes. Like it, it's so it's very childish. And like as adults, like uh, the emotional intelligence of most of our society is that of a child. And it's not to be insulting and it's not your fault because like you weren't taught. Now you are, you know, we're making you aware. So now you get to choose and then it does become your responsibility. But it's just understanding that like emotionally resilient means that you actually you know, you, you are not on this cycle of like random breakdowns and like highs and lows and just all over the place, not knowing what's going on. And like one minute you're fine. And then the next you're not, and you feel like you're bipolar or, you know, like all of these things, like or you're being called bipolar. Yeah. Like all of, or narcissist, all of That's these a, things. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like when someone's not emotionally resilient and when they're going through a lot of trauma, I hate to tell you, but almost everyone's going to exhibit red flags of narcissism. Mm-hmm. I can pick them out on every one of you. That's listening to this right now. Um, but is it true? No. It, most of the time, not. Does it exist? Sure. But it's, most of the time, it's not. Also, you have to break bad habits and belief systems, right? That while you can't control, because beliefs control your entire life, entire life, everything, everything. You will never be anything or worth anything if you don't fix your beliefs. So beliefs, yet when you break bad habits and beliefs, like you honestly have to understand that when you do that, What's going to happen is, is you actually, you can't technically control the tongue. Even Bible says you can't tame the tongue, but what comes out of the mouth is an overflow of what's in the heart. And when you change the heart condition, you can do that by changing habits and beliefs. And therefore, even in your worst states, because um, you, you will still have reactions, that's, you're human, mm-hmm. but you will be able to control it because you're a different person, completely different. Yeah. And, and, and that takes a lot, like, to be able to break and understand those things and have a whole new belief system, yep. you know. And so, obviously, getting off the emotional roller coaster, you know, we, we touched on that earlier, but you want to make sure, like, you're, you're completely off of that. And otherwise, because you can't be a team and be on this cycle because it just spirals, like, sporadic fights and walking on eggshells and all these other things. And so, being a team, like, you have to be, you know, stable, and another thing is like you have to f- actually be able to effectively communicate because you can't be a team if you can't communicate. If you don't know what's going on within you or don't know how to convey what's going on with you or discuss things, it, you can't be united without that. Right. You, you got to be able to get off the emotional roller coaster, not only within yourself, but also with your spouse. Also be able to um, handle conflict effectively. And if you can't handle conflict effectively or you're not emotionally resilient and you can't, you just won't be able to do this. Like you're going to have arguments and disagreements. I don't care how healthy you are. However, they're different. They, they, they are so different. So different. Just want to emphasize that. 
Yeah, this is, and honestly, this is just the tip of the iceberg. You're like, wow, that's just the tip. Yes, this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's like a snowflake on the tip of the iceberg. Um, you have to actually, like, this isn't even including what you need to do to work on the marriage. <laughs> this is mm -hmm. just being an individual, healthy individual, and this is very high level. Oh, no, we do not have the time. We'd be here for, like, next freaking 18 hours trying to go through everything, probably, if we went, if we just sat here, maybe more. Probably but, more. Um, yeah, it was more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you have to understand, You, if you want to be a team, this is where you're going to need to start. Mm -hmm. So, and it, and it starts within you. And it's your decision to make, right? And we really just wanted to challenge you and to challenge you to focus in on the next step in front of you, to, to make that change, to create that awareness. In order to have any kind of change, you have to have awareness first. And so... We're creating that awareness so that you know and can see and then have steps to take in front of you. And save you time and oh, energy yeah. and money. So when it comes down to this, again, we just want to provide some value. But as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye. Now, that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching, for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.